And we have news. A lot of news. A lot of different kinds of news. Some of it'll make you pretty glad. The rest, uh, well, up for debate. Connor Timmins has re-signed with the Toronto Maple Leafs for a two-year contract extension. What is Jake Muzzin's future with the Toronto Maple Leafs? The answer is we don't know yet. And Kyle Dubas reveals a lot while revealing a little during a press conference. So let's talk about it. But first, think you know which way it's gonna go? You can make your bet at Sports Interaction. When the puck drops, Sports Interaction has you covered pre-game, live betting on all major sports, and prop bets. Wanna bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn or check out their brand new app, which you can find on the App Store. It's 19 plus though, please play responsibly. Let's start with the news that I think you're gonna like the most. The Toronto Maple Leafs have signed Connor Timmins to a two-year contract extension. That contract will pay Timmins $1.1 million next year and the year after. Not bad for a guy who played six games in the American Hockey League and had a minus 10 in those six games this season. Dude, Connor Timmons has had a wild season and I think we need to talk about that before we talk about how we got to this contract. He's recovering from every injury. Like he, he was a second round pick of the Colorado Avalanche. He was a key piece going to Arizona in the Darcy Kemper trade. Kemper going to the Avalanche and then winning a cup there. Producer Drew, did you like that? Did you like that I mentioned that? I mentioned that for Drew. But during his recovery earlier this season, Timmons played six games with the Tucson Roadrunners. He had three assists in those six games. The right-handed defenseman did, but he was in minus 10. Not the plus minus is the be all end all, but that's quite bad. And then in the two games that he played with the Coyotes this season, no goals, no assists, any minus two. Then the Coyotes planning to put Timmons on waivers and Duba sees that and he goes, well, I like Connor Timmons on account of he used to be a Sault Marie Greyhound. And also he's a former second round pick and he's kind of big and he shoots right-handed and he knows what to do with the puck and you never know. And Dubas cleverly knew that Timmons probably wasn't going to fall to the Leafs on the waiver wire, so he made a trade straight up for Curtis Douglas, who is huge and younger and a forward and hasn't done a whole lot in the minors for Tucson. Connor Timmons, on the other hand, has been a revelation. He scored his first career NHL goal and he's put up 11 assists. He has 12 points in 18 games as a defenseman for the Leafs. He has one more point than Justin Hall. Timmons has played in 18 games. Hall has played in 52. He also has more points than Brody who has played in 30. And he's only one point back of Timothy Liljegren who has played in 41 and worth noting has been fantastic. Now, the longer Timmons tenure has gone with the Leafs, we have seen some warts and he's had some bad games and he's been on the ice for some goals that frankly were his fault. But with Timmons, what you hope is that the good outweighs the bad. And with Justin Hall's contract expiring this season, the Leafs could potentially have a hole to fill on their right side. We know they got Brody, and he's probably gonna fill in there even though he's a left-handed shot. We know they got Lilligren, who signed a $1.4 million extension this season and next. And now we know they have Timmons. Now, if this goes brilliantly and Timmons, who is in his mid-20s now, continues to be a better player and it's reasonable to assume he will be even better next season because he won't be coming off of major injury rehab, it could look really good. But how does it look if it's bad? If he ends up being the seventh defenseman, even eighth defenseman for this team, what if it becomes obvious that he can't hang? Well, there's the good news. 
at $1.1 million, if things were to go really sideways, Connor Timmons could be buried in the minors at no cost against the cap. I forget what the threshold is exactly, 1.25 or $1.3 million is what you can bury in the minors without penalty. It's, it's in that range. Timmons falls under that range. So he can be sent down to the American League and be an extraordinarily high paid American League player. And that doesn't matter to me because that's MLSE's money and not mine. And it doesn't count against the cap. So I don't care. And consider this for next season. Rasmus Sandin, $1.4 million next season. Timothy Liljegren, $1.4 million next season. Connor Timmons, $1.1 million. Next season, the Leafs have all three of Sandine, Lilligren, and Connor Timmons for a combined 3.9 mil. That's okay. I have seen it theorized that maybe this extension in the Leafs' commitment to Timmons could mean that Justin Hall is going out the door because he's a pending UFA. I just don't see that happening right now. I see Justin Hall as being kind of an own rental thing. And let's call it what it is. Timmons has not forced Hall out of the lineup. He's done very well. But at this juncture, Timmons is not an everyday player for the Leafs when their decor is healthy. So the deal looks pretty good. There's not much risk to the deal. And also it doesn't force the Leafs into doing anything this year or next. It's great. Good flexibility. Now, on top of that news, Kyle Dubas held a press conference where he had a number of quotes where we can extrapolate some things for the trade deadline, and I don't know if you're going to like them. It depends on what your philosophy is for this trade deadline. Do you want the Leafs to just tinker and make a few smaller, clever moves, or do you want them to swing for the fences? First quote, Kyle Dubas says he wants to improve forward and defense at the deadline. He's good with his goalies. All right, cool. We, we sort of expected that. That's all right. He wants to improve up front and on D. This could be very exciting. Dubas says he wants to see what Marley's call-ups can do in bottom six. He just called up Alex Steves as the latest one before getting a look at outside help. Okay, I like that a lot. They've tried out a lot of guys. Dryden Hunt, who's down with the Marlies, and Wayne Simmons has gotten an extended look recently. And they've also had Joey Anderson in there. Pontus Holmberg is up with the team. And Alex Steves has had a bit of a struggle season with his injuries, but he was fantastic for the Marlies last year. I thought he was fantastic in exhibition. I really... I'm excited for what this guy can do at the NHL level. And yeah, if you can fill in gaps on your team with guys who are already on your team, what's wrong with that? That way, he can go after guys like Tamo Meyer, right? From Dubas, up front and on D, if there's a way we can improve the team and give ourselves a chance to make a run at it, then we'll do that. The larger focus is always on the bigger names, but we have to look at the people who may improve us overall and not just the big names. Oh, it's one of those press conferences. So it's one of those press conferences. All the fans have been like, hey, what about Ryan O'Reilly? What about Jonathan Taves? What about Timo Meyer? And Dubas comes in and says, what about you calm down? Now look, when Dubas first got hired to the Leafs in 2014 and when he became the general manager in 2018, he was looked at and sold as this guy who thought, outside of the box uh, who, who could be the smartest guy in the room and maybe find some bargain bin discounts and look at some of the guys he has found even if they're not still here Barabanov he's a great player it turns out yes he didn't get very much for him he didn't really get anything for him but he found a good player 
Ilya Mikheyev. I, that guy's got generational wealth now because of how well he did in Toronto. So we're looking at these big names and how much you have to spend to get them, a first round plus and getting rid of Matthew Nyes potentially, who's probably your best prospect. And well, okay, if you're this brilliant guy and you're this clever guy, why can't you go out and get someone who's much cheaper that will be just as impactful for the team. Now that is the fairy tale pie in the sky, best case scenario way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it is swing for the fences, Meyer is amazing. Please don't let him become a Bruin. He's so gonna go to the Bruins. I think it's gonna be the Hurricanes, but it could be the Bruins. Dude, I said it on the podcast and after hearing Dubas talk today, I think even more so that it's gonna happen. Dubas likes trading with the same guys he always trades with. He likes his one-stop shopping. I think he is gonna call Chicago, go after Jake McCabe and Sam Lafferty in the same deal. That's my own little pet theory. He has more to say. Dubas says Matt Murray will be out a couple weeks with his ankle injury and notably with Jake Muzzin. Jake Muzzin is still awaiting his next appointment with specialist later this month. So no news on his status. While there's no official news on Muzzin's status, all signs seem to point to him being at very least shut down for the remainder of the season, if not his career being done altogether. Listen, if there was a way for him to come back fully healthy, no risk to his long-term health and life and lifestyle, and he could become a productive member of the Toronto Maple Leafs again, I would love that. Jake Muzzin is fantastic. That trade may be frowned upon in hindsight and people go, oh, you know, Sean Dursey would be great to have. It's not Muzzin's fault the Leafs lost those series. He was keeping them in them for a lot of the time. My assumption going forward would be he's going to be on LTIR for the remainder of the season, and that will make the Leafs' uh, picture going into the trade deadline a little bit more clear. With Matt Murray, he's on the ice today, and he's on IR, not LTIR. So that would seem to indicate, along with Dubas's quote that he likes his goalies, that everything should be fine or things at very least aren't too serious with Matt Murray. It also looks like some Leaf fans are gonna get their wish. Joseph Wool should get at least one start over the next little bit. The Leafs are gonna come out of the All-Star break Friday and Saturday with a home and home against the Columbus Blue Jackets and it looks like Wool is gonna get at least one of those starts. And the three games that follow those are Chicago, Montreal, Chicago. The Leafs have a lot of non-playoff teams coming out of the All-Star break why not give Joseph Wool at least two of those? <clears throat> Joseph Wool, who by the way had a fantastic All-Star weekend with the Toronto Marlies in the American Hockey League All-Star game and skills competition. Then this one is, is low-key juicy, it's, you gotta look for it. Kyle Dubas declines to answer if there have been any talks regarding his own expiring contract. He says it won't affect his deadline approach. It's not about me and my status. It's about what's best for the team and that's what we'll continue to look at. Listen, as a fan of the team, I want answers. Like, I wanna know if this guy's gonna be a part of the team going forward. I don't wanna have to worry about this in the early days of the summer. Listen, if Dubas, you know, makes some moves here at this deadline, and more importantly, if the Leafs at least make it to the second round, they win an actual playoff series. If they do that, I think they sign his extension the next day regardless of whether or not the playoffs are over or not. They win the series on a Monday, they sign the extension on a Tuesday, 
they begin their second round series on the Wednesday. I, I would I would be so cool with that. Heck, the Leafs beat whoever in the first round, Tampa, let's be honest. They should sign Dubas that night. Yes, he's been with the Leafs organization for a while. He hasn't actually been the GM for that long. It feels like longer because COVID scrambled all of our brains, but you're starting to see he's drafted pretty well. He's done a good job of getting these bargain bin guys. I'm starting to like the full body of work with Dubas. There is just one very obvious thing missing, and that's any kind of playoff success. If he gets that success, you lock him up immediately. And Kyle Dubas on Michael Bunting and Maple Leafs. Other pending free agents, that would include Justin Hall. We want to see what the rest of the year brings before we commit to anything necessarily. Seems like a very polite way of saying, stop asking! Matthew Nyes has also said that he's itching to join the Leafs after his NCAA season is up, but we don't know exactly when that's going to be, and ideally, if you were Matthew Nyes, your team would win the championship, which means you stay in longer, which means you're going to have to wait to join the Leafs. Basically, for the most rabid fan base in the sport, you're not going to get a lot of answers today. You're not going to get a lot of answers in three weeks when the trade deadline comes. Even after the trade deadline, you are going to have to wait to see what the Leafs are gonna look like heading into the playoffs. Also, let me just throw this out there. Maybe he's lying. Maybe this is just to throw us all off the scent and he just wants us to leave him alone. And maybe he is gonna swing for the fences uh, and go after a big fish. Or maybe he's telling the truth, but today's truth is not necessarily tomorrow's truth. And maybe today there's no opportunity as the front office sees to go out and get a big fish and then an opportunity opens up and all of a sudden <gasps> I don't think we need this first round pick I don't think we need the next one I don't think we need Matthew Nyes either or in my fantasy the Leafs give up nothing and get everything that is that's the world I want to live in so what do you think of the Timmins contract what do you think of Dubas's press conference today and what do you think heading into the trade deadline on March 3rd it looks like things might pick up pretty quick the Rangers made a big Big move if you want to see me talk about the Rangers big move to New York uh, well no the Rangers were already in New York Tarasenko goes to New York go to the SDPN YouTube channel where I talk about it there and speaking of trade deadline today was the NBA trade deadline you're gonna to want to catch up on the live stream that we did on the SDPN YouTube channel with S and Gun, the Objective Basketball Podcast. They had a live stream and it was fantastic. They've been doing such a good job this week because the NBA has provided quite a bit of news. But for now, that is it for this one. Thank you very much for watching. Click like if you like this video. Click subscribe if you really liked it. Tell all your friends, Connor, Himmons, no? What? Himmons? No, you're right.